0: Then together, we'll peel back the onion on this ever-changing discipline that is marketing. I'm so happy you're here. Let's dive in. Hello, you're here. You made it. You're awesome for joining me on this very special episode of the Marketing for Startups podcast. When I'm recording this, we're at the end of July. Summer is in full swing. I don't know about you, but I still love just devouring my favorite podcasts and keep my brain fresh and learning even if I'm not really um, being super duper productive. But hey, it's so important to take some time off and to relax, reconnect with your values and take a step back. Taking a step back from your business can be incredibly enriching but it can also spark tons of ideas and also help you maybe realize things that you don't realize when you're kind of in the day-to-day grind. So I think that taking vacation, taking a step back is so vital for moving your business forward. And today is particularly appropriate because I'm talking about lazy mid-year review and planning. So in case you've forgotten, we are now more than halfway through the year of 2022, not 2020, 2022, Lord, I would not want to repeat 2020, but we are halfway through the year. And what that means for a lot of us is a midpoint to step back and think and to see, are we really doing the consistent actions that are going to bring us towards our goals, the goals that we set at the beginning of the year, are we on course or off course to hit our revenue goals for the year these are probably the questions that are swirling around your head and if you weren't one of the ones that were excited to do your mid-year review and quarterly planning back in June then you're probably Maybe feeling some resistance or a little bit of stress hearing me talk about it now in July in the beginning of August, but I think it is important to to share to put this out because listen, a lot of us get caught up in our business. A lot of us um, have tons and tons of things and opportunities that pop up, and. Perhaps you were running as fast as you can to kind of clear some space to allow you to have a bit of a break in the summer. I hope that you did. And so I think that July, August, these summer months are perfect time to reassess your business and what's working and what's not working. In fact, I purposely have done this planning session late in the summer because summer is, for me a very significant marker for my goals every single year I love we spend the summers in Spain and this is always such a special time for me and our family I love love it and I have space I have mental space here in the summertime to kind of reconnect with my goals reconnect with what's most important to me and I do a lot of journaling here. I do a lot of reflection and I set my intention not just for the next six months, but also for the next year. It's actually really fun. I keep like a whiteboard here in the, the house that we stay in. It is the summer home we come to and I put my goals on that whiteboard. And I leave it here for the entire year. And it's really fun in the following year, you know, the next year to come back and see how much I accomplished because it's one of those things where I write it on the whiteboard. some of the goals that are like maybe more personal or whatever, and I leave them here and I kind of don't think about them again so intensely, but you kind of have them subconsciously in your head. And it's really fun to sort of see what you can accomplish, but I love taking these three months, these two, three months, to really do goal planning. It's like, it's a joy for me. And what I wanted to share with you today is a really no drama, easy peasy, lemon squeezy way to do a mid-year review and business planning for your startup during this time. You know, one that you can do on your own and then kind of bring your team together you know when you feel ready for it um, and to and to bring them in on it when you feel like it's appropriate I mean this can be just for you as well but it is a really important process and I have only four steps in this super easy mid-year review and business planning for Q3 Q4 looking ahead into the future and this is going to help you stay aligned on the big goals the big things you want to accomplish you know Sometimes we have this mentality that summer, summer, and like we'll get back to it in September. Like we kind of have that school's out for summer vibe and feeling. But the problem with doing that is I find that once we get to September, things start to fly. And what's also really nice about summer for like taking a couple weeks, again, this is the lazy planning, okay, what I'm going to share today. But taking your time, like journal, reflection, meditate, really give it like its own energy, right? This is not New Year's resolutions. This is a really great time to be more thoughtful and you can um, really take advantage of the fact that like not a lot of big meetings are scheduled in the summer, like not, usually not like big conferences things like that so it's a time that naturally kind of slows down so i would say take advantage of this slow time and and stay focused but like in a chill way right and before i get into the four uh, steps for the lazy goal planning um i just want you to remember that anything that you do in your life and business the way that it feels to you has a lot to do about how the motions that you put around a certain thing. So a lot of people avoid doing goal planning or resolution sending in general because to them it feels stressful. But if it feels stressful to you, that's because you're allowing that emotion, right? And you're fostering that idea that produces that emotion, right? Um, But there is always an opportunity to reframe it and so if you are digging this and you think okay like i can get down with lazy goal planning i hope that you will start to reframe any uncomfortable thoughts that you have around sort of setting metrics and things like that because remember especially in startup world you know we're just we're just doing our best to learn to learn about our customers to learn about communication to learn about what channels are working and not working right startup world has those question marks nothing's totally figured and not everything is not totally figured out yet and so I hope with that reminder you take kind of a lightness around building your business and enjoy the process get joy from the discovery putting the puzzle pieces together you know building a great team and and giving it your all so I want to start out by sharing a quote from Zig Ziglar, which is, if you aim for nothing, you'll hit it every time. And this can certainly be applied to business planning, right? Because again, as I said, because of the lack of clarity in when you're building your startup of exactly what you need to do and exactly the path to success, a lot of people, a lot of founders and teams resist going through the planning process each and every quarter, right? In the in the beginning of the year, it's a different vibe. People are kind of excited and full of energy, but when Q2 or Q3 planning rolls around, we tend to kind of just want to keep going in the path that we're going on, just doing what we're doing. Um, and not really take the time to pause and reflect because it just takes a lot of energy. It's a little bit scary too, especially if you feel like you're kind of on the wrong path. But the danger with doing this, right? The danger with not taking that reflection time is that you will come to the end of the year and realize that you actually haven't accomplished any of your big goals. And you may even run the risk of feeling further away from your big vision, right? and the things that you want to accomplish. And that's why I'm so passionate about goal planning because I know for a fact that it makes the absolute difference, not just in business, but in your personal life. You have to be aiming for something you, and you need to keep it in front of mind. That's why it's so important to do quarterly planning. And that's, we're gonna get into the steps right now. And the first one is to reconnect with that big vision. So part of the job, of goal planning at periodic times throughout the year is to remind yourself and the team of the big vision the big thing that you're working to accomplish either overall in your business like the big big picture vision or that big picture vision for the year now it is easy to get distracted as a as a founder right and your teams will get distracted shiny object syndrome is real and especially with when it comes to marketing because it feels like you know platforms are popping up and algorithms are changing and ios updates are happening and so there's a lot of things that can really get us thrown off course and so this is why goal planning becomes even more valuable as this time to reconnect with the vision right so Step one of this four-step to lazy goal planning is reconnecting with your bigger vision. And I I would take time to journal on your own. Remember the big ideas, big goals, big dreams that you have. And then reflect on the work that you've been doing and the work that your team's been doing to confirm or deny whether the tasks that are actually being accomplished align with that vision. And then furthermore, you must, must communicate your vision with your team right? Because your team is going to have a much shorter term vision for your company than you do. And it's your job as the founder to keep everyone focused and excited about what you're building. Right? So before you can do anything, anything around planning or, you know, goal setting or whatever, touchstone with that vision. Make sure that you're sailing in the right direction and that the activities that you've done in the last 90 days, for example, are in line with that vision so the next thing that you need to do for yourself and as a company is to review your historical results from the past 90 days so I hope I hope that you are reviewing a scorecard on a weekly basis if not I have an awesome free template for you it's linked in the show notes um, one that you can use to build out a scorecard, but a scorecard reviewed in for the past 90 days. So looking at this like aggregation of data so we can look at bigger trends that have happened. I think when you're reviewing data week over week sometimes it's harder to see that bigger picture, but It is really impossible to improve the performance of anything without understanding what results you're getting now today and what has happened in the past 90 days. And what I think is really beautiful that happens when you're reviewing metrics is that if the targets aren't being hit, which of course is usually something that we're not happy about, but if the targets aren't being hit and you're way off, it's a wonderful segue to brainstorming, brainstorming with your team, right? Thinking of other solutions. And it's not really until we see the black and white outcomes of what we've been doing in, in sort of a more organized way in like a planning session like this, can we really press our team members or sort of rack our brains for solutions, right? It's the process of reviewing what's working and not working and then brainstorming ways to improve. And this is the only way you can succeed really in business and in life when you stumble when you fall to take the time for reflection right and see what else you're going to try see what other tactics you can use because you can't just keep going forward doing the same thing and expecting different results right that's the quote we always we always hear but what i can say also on this note is for the most successful Teams, companies, founders that I've worked with, it is this unabashed, like, confidence in looking at the numbers, not getting emotional over the results, and being super pragmatic and helping to keep the team motivated and pushing everyone forward in a really positive way. That is, that is how you succeed in business you just keep stumbling and improving and stumbling and improving little by little by little and you will get there you'll get to wherever you want to go you just cannot give up so in that note right so number number one is connecting or reconnecting with your big vision and sharing that with your team number two is reviewing your historical results so looking at that scorecard zooming out One thing that I have on the scorecard that is the free one that I'm sharing with you guys is uh, one tab is like the week over week scorecard, month over month. But the other tab is the marketing channel performance. And this I love to look at at a bigger scope. And that is really looking at all your marketing channels and all your marketing activities and pulling it through to actual revenue. And this is an awesome way to connect your marketing, like to really show ROI, right? Connect what you're doing to, um, to actual cash in your business. And it's very clear when you look at things from that level, like what to double down on, what's working and what's not working. So that's just like a sidebar. So number two is reviewing those historical results. But number three is exactly as I was saying, the process of readjusting or reaffirming your ideas on how to get to the metrics, to the results, to the the revenue targets that you need and want as a business. It is only sort of in this moment of business planning where you and your team can really be focused on that brainstorm and that assessment of what is working and are we moving towards our goals, are we moving forward in the way that we want to. And I love at this point to do like a really big brain dump of what everyone needs, wants, thinks that they need in order to hit the targets that you have for them, right? Or for the department. And in this process of brain dumping, you can start to see, right? Which of these ideas are going to be easier to execute, which ones are going to be more realistic, which ones are not, which ones we think are really going to get the results, which ones which ones are not. And it's the pro- it's this process, it's this collaborative process that not only helps push your business forward and helps you kind of get new ideas rolling for what can get you to the results that you want. But the process of doing this together with your team, right? Reaffirming, readjusting, brainstorming is also a way of having your team Get even more aligned with you and your vision, but also it energizes them and gets their buy in to everything that's happening in the quarter. So, this is sort of a sidebar, but even if you don't have employees, right? If you don't have like permanent team members, you have like individual contributors or whatever, it is so important to get their buy in, right? Just because you're a startup and you can't offer like 401k packages and full-time employee employee benefits or whatever, and full-time employment, we still need like an engaged, excited, and committed team. And a way that we do this is through these planning sessions like this. We paint the vision, right, of the business and where we're going and people feel excited and energized by that. That's why they're working in your startup. So step number three is adjusting and reaffirming your ideas, right? And That process is going to help make clearer what the next 90 days should look like, what the focus of you and the team should be for the next quarter. And then step four is creating and assigning SMART goals. So now that you've decided on what goals to tackle in the next 90 days from that previous session of like looking at your ideas and readjusting them or reaffirming them, it's time to write down in a concise and clear way what needs to get done and what the expected results are going to be for the next 90 days. And so a SMART goal, I like them to be SMART, just means that they're specific, measurable, achievable. This is important, achievable, right? Putting out goals that you really truly believe you can achieve. The R stands for relevant, and the T is for time-bound. So we want to be making it super clear, you know, what does that goal entail? How are we measuring it? And when do we expect it to be completed by? And then assign them out, and make it clear who's responsible for each of the goals. And that's it. It doesn't have to take literally more than an hour, but again, to re to re review the four steps for lazy goal planning is to reconnect with your big vision. Number two is to review your historical results. Number three, readjust, readjust, or reaffirm your ideas. Right, and really have some brainstorming around that, and then to just create and assign your goals. Um, it is really fun if you make it like a whole big deal, but again, it's like not more than an hour. You can breeze right through them, and then you'll have that touchstone, you'll have that moment of realignment, and you can move forward knowing that you're not wasting time, that you're working on the right things, and you are working towards your goals. But the key is to do this every three months, every 90 days. Don't don't let it, don't push it to the wayside. Don't forget about it because honestly, this is the difference between success and failure. So that's what I got for you today. If you're ne- still not convinced how easy the process can be, I've created something super special for you. It's a masterclass that's walking you through this step-by-step process for lazy goal planning. And what's really great is there's like a training, there's like a master class training with me. It's like a, a video. It's like about 20 minutes. I'm going to walk you through all of the steps. I'm going to give you some tips and tricks on exactly how to implement it with your team. You can use it kind of as your SOP inside your business on how to run these goal planning sessions. You're going to get the template from me. You're going to have um, like the template that you'll walk through with your team, one that you can... Um, edit and change around in Canva yourself. That's kind of make it branded the way that you want. And you're going to get my scorecard and all that good stuff. So you can just kind of like set it and forget it. You can just plug it into your calendar. These planning sessions, you know, four times throughout the year in your calendar, you can attach this training with all of the resources and you don't even have to think about it until it's time to you know, till the day comes and everything's there all set and ready to go. It is a resource that I'm super passionate about because it's it's really the resources I use with my team and I don't have to worry about preparing or getting nervous or anything like that. It's just kind of easy peasy, so quick process to do. So I hope you like this week's episode. I'm always so grateful for you being here and listening along. If you think that there's any founders in your world that could really benefit from learning the four-step lazy business planning process please be sure to forward it on to them it would mean so much to me also if you be sure to subscribe to the podcast you'll get a little ding every time I post a new one and lastly if you can review this podcast and rate it it also is so helpful for me to get feedback from you guys and for podcasts that you do like either mine or any other one it really helps the creators to get found by other people that could also benefit from the topics discussed. So that's it for this week. And I can't wait to see you back here again for the Marketing for Startups podcast. You did it. You made it to the end of the episode. Thanks for sticking around with me and listening all the way to the end. I really appreciate you as an audience member. And I hope that you found this helpful. If you did like this episode, it would mean so, so much to me if you subscribed If you rate and review this podcast, it helps other people know that this podcast has something worth saying. It also would be super awesome if you could take a screenshot and share on Instagram and tag me at Ugly Ventures, U-G-L-I Ventures, V-E-N-T-U-R-E-S. I am always so appreciative to hear from you and I hope to see you back here next week on the Marketing for Startups podcast.